All right, and welcome everybody to Dark Feather Gaming News. This is episode 43 of our Gaming News podcast. Of course, this is Thor, and I am here with... Doc. And Sasquatch Senpai. So, this week, let's start off talking about Tencent, and they're negotiating with U.S. authorities to keep Riot and Epic stakes. Yep, so this kind of calls back to um, under the prior president, uh, Trump's issue with uh, Tencent and other Chinese-based companies controlling major software developers' assets in the U.S. Uh, And Tencent is uh, pretty much the digital media arm of the CCP, and they have huge stakes in U.S.-based Riot and Epic Games. And so currently, those um, policies are still in place, and Tencent is looking and is actively negotiating with the U.S. government to keep their stakes within Riot Games and Epic Games. Um, because the U.S. has the ability to force Tencent to divest, which is to sell off these assets at market value to other companies who U.S. deems are okay to own them. Gotcha. And we'll get a little bit more into the um, what's going on with Epic Games a little bit closer to the end of the podcast. Um, but before we get there, let's talk about NPC Companions coming to the Elder Scrolls Online, which, as I understand it, is not unlike your company Chocobos in Final Fantasy, as you explained it, Sasquatch. Uh, nope. They are going to be pretty much kind of like that, except they're going to be – well. It's not going to be unlike that, correct? Um, except they're going to be more unique than just a chocobo changing stances. They're going to be actual NPCs that you can hire, um, a la like Skyrim style. So, like so they'll Skyrim have their own personality, et cetera, different roles. Chocobo, um, so so um, the company Chocobo meets Skyrim follower. Sure, but I'm sure the, Sky- the Skyrim follower has always been more useful than the company Chocobo. The Chocobo is not even as good of a storage place as like Lydia from Skyrim. <laughs> unfortunately true um so yeah uh, it's more for people who want to try to play through the older content solo um when you're doing that as like a healer it's kind of impossible um especially with how iso works and how you put your skill points uh into your class you just are kind of locked out of anything that you know damages so these companions will um, be fully customizable uh changing their equipments their costumes mounts and abilities um, and you'll have your relationship. You have to build up with them, et cetera, et cetera, to level them up and whatnot. So, yeah, um, you have multiple. You can have multiple companions. Uh, change how they look and everything on the f- well, maybe not on the fly, but at different uh, hubs, I'm sure, and level them up with you as you go through various content. Nice. And Yakuza will remain a turn-based series going forward, which I. Pretty sure it's going to be a pretty popular uh, thing. I think a lot of people enjoyed the that turn with it, yeah? Yeah, uh, Like a Dragon was a huge, huge hit, and it was the first time in the series that it went from the kind of like beat-em-up street brawler-style game to a turn-based uh, RPG. Um, and it was a fantastic change. It kind of got rid of the stagnation that Yakuza had. Um, there will still be beat em up style street brawler gameplay in the Yakuza series. It'll just be in the 
uh, side games, uh, notably Judgment and the new sequel to Judgment coming out here um, next year, Lost Judgment, where it's just uh, following like a detective at the Yakuza uh, series. But uh, as for the main line of series from here on forward, it will be a turn based uh, JRPG. I've, I don't know. Which I I've think always, is a good change. I've always loved turn-based. That's I, I don't know. Maybe I'm too old school, but it's always been my favorite, and it still is. Uh, it was just especially kooky and wonky with uh, with uh, Yakuza Like a Dragon, just because it was so different. Like, your, your characters transformed as you go into fights into different classes from their normal street clothes, because your mm-hmm. character just apparently thinks he's in a dragon quest game he straight up just says that he sees every battle like a dragon quest game and the other the his opponents get turns because it's not fair of the hero to not let them go so it's actually baked into his psyche oh that he's God. just literally crazy That's awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. I'm so as long as, as as long as we continue on with the new protagonist it will at least definitely be JRPG style yeah. turn-based combat. Nice. Okay, I definitely gotta get, have to get this game now. It's fantastic. I highly recommend it. There's a it's, ton of content. It's on Steam, right? Yes. I'm. I'm. I have a pretty good Steam wallet built up. I've been. What I've been doing is because I they changed how GameStop Pro works. They used to give you coupons for like getting used games. Now they give you a like five dollar coupon you can use every month, but you have to use it by the end of the month. Um, but you get one every month, so it adds up to what like um sixty bucks. You know what I mean? So what I do at the end of the month, if I haven't spent it on anything, then I'll just get a Steam gift card, which you can buy with them. Um. And so I've just been collecting up these Steam gift cards, and every time I do that, I basically just translate it, boom, right into my Steam wallet, and I've been saving that for the Steam summer sale. Okay, okay. So I'm, I'm trying to build up a list of games that I want to look out for when the summer sale rolls in. So uh, along with things to keep on that radar, Boulder's Gate Dark Alliance is coming to PC later this year. I fucked up that order, but I'll just change that up. Yeah, and this isn't the uh, the rehash of the entire franchise. This is the original Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance game. Um, the original PS2 game uh, is already getting a re-release on current consoles. But there is an official PC port on the way for later this year as well. Um, not kind of as useful because we're getting the new Baldur's Gate game later this <laughs> year. But yeah, uh, yeah. Um, it will be available on PC later this year. Nice. Uh, yeah. And so um, some updates with Call of Duty. Um there's uh, some updates in our Verdansk Stadium, as well as a few other updates I saw on there. I think there's two different articles that talked about stuff. I know one of them was a Call of Duty uh, legacy callback or something. I don't remember. Uh, I don't know about that. I just I just remember talking uh, posting an article about the Call of Duty League Championships will just be outside the Verdansk uh, Stadium in the warzone map uh hanging up like a championship banner so oh, okay I, I remember reading something on facebook but i i i stopped paying to attention to call of duty stuff a little while back 
I uh, play it again because during a free beta weekend for Black Ops, they fixed the PC functionality and you can actually play the game. So I started playing it again. I bought it when it was on sale and I've been enjoying it quite a bit. Yeah, I'm I'm waiting to see more information on what's going to be coming with the next Call of Duty this year to decide if I want to wait for that or or if I don't. If if it's going to be World War, a sequel to World War Two, then I'm just going to fucking not get it. And I might look into getting Cold War, but. Yeah, um, oh, you're talking about the new one coming out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's like an alternate timeline where World War Two didn't end in 45 and takes place in 1951 or something. So yeah, I just I, I want to see more about it before I decide if I want to get that or if I want to get Cold War. But I'll get more into it after uh, a couple months into summer, probably. Mm-hmm. So how about Starfield? What do we have for Starfield links? Links, leaks. Um, well, apparently Bethesda has a leaky pipe as there are a ton of here. Um, but there's just a few more pieces of art you can find on the Internet, um, as well as some stuff pertaining to leaks in the source code on the Bethesda website, talking about release dates and other information in it, such as like hidden pages hidden uh company pages for the game itself nice i yeah they've been pretty quiet on the front for i'm i've been hoping that that we might hear something this summer in one of the many gaming conventions that we have coming up just because they've been so quiet on the starfield front and we're 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 gonna hear stuff about starfield before we hear anything about the next elder scrolls which is really what's on my radar so uh I think Starfield is definitely releasing before Elder Scrolls yeah. 6. I know that's been confirmed, so who knows. Um, aside from that one just overview cinematic trailer of like the countryside, there's not anything really out for um, 6, aside from a couple like magic crafting leaked tidbits. But and, and there won't be until we start hearing more about Starfield. So that's that's the only reason Correct. I really care to hear about Starfield. I'm like, all right, the sooner we hear about Starfield, the sooner we can hear about Elder Scrolls 6. Not, not that I'm not excited about Starfield. It seems like a neat concept, but I'm super ready to get past the Skyrim era and onto something new. So onto the new era of Elder Scrolls 6 for 20 years on every possible uh, device. Yeah, right. So PUBG's mobile PUBG mobile gets a uh, version 1.4 update. Uh, yes. And I only added this because I thought it was funny because it is a Godzilla versus King Kong update. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Wait, in PUBG? In PUBG Explain. mobile. Mobile? <laughs> in PUBG mobile. Yes. Um... So it's a new mode called Titan Strike, where as you're doing the typical PUBG Battle Royale stuff, running around, killing other players and stuff, you're also having to watch out for Godzilla, King Kong, and other giant kaiju monsters battling each other, not giving a shit if they're stepping on you or lasering your face. Um, It prominently features Godzilla and King Kong, and then apparently later on, as the match goes on, Mecha Godzilla comes down from space and tries to fuck shit up as well. So, (laughs) yes. Solid. So you have to fight other players 
around these things not giving a shit about you. I can think of so many other games where that would be such a cool concept. (laughs) (laughs) That'd be so cool. You don't want to do this on your phone? (laughs) No. (laughs) I mean, I would try it out on if it was the PC version release, but uh, definitely not on my (laughs) fucking phone. Yeah, it seems weird that it's a phone, like it's a mobile exclusive. That seems weird. Like, well, I, I guess was, you could always load up like an Android emulator or something, like, and just play it on there. Just wreck everyone using a mouse and keyboard as your control. On a PC, on an emulator of a phone. What has this become? <laughs> I uh, I did that with a uh, Call of Duty mobile just to get a feel for the game. <laughs> There's something I wrote up once, so. Uh, it happens. I refuse to do it on my phone. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, so, uh, Battlefield 6 reveal is slated for later next month, yes? Yes, and this was in a not-so-cryptic uh, tweet, it turns out. Um, maybe the first sentence was cryptic. Uh, the official Battlefield account said, words that rhyme with soon, and then said June, boom. So, June, we should be getting a Battlefield 6 release information as well as probably a trailer. Um, We have had a couple screenshots of probably the trailer that leaked not too long ago. I think we reported on it a couple weeks ago or so. But yes, so uh, we officially have word that in June we will be learning more about Battlefield, probably, considering it's the Battlefield Twitter account that tweeted this on the 10th. So. and ubisoft is going to focus more on high-end free-to-play games yes so ubisoft is um kind of relishing in the fact that their shift to -to free-to-play for like for honor rainbow six siege as well as uh their new release hyperscape which is their own take on br uh, have been doing fairly, fairly well. And alongside of their AAA releases, they want more high-end free-to-play style games as well. So this is probably going in line with their announcement uh, last week about the next division game called Heartland, which will be free-to-play. So, yeah. Um, this is kind of going in, also going in line with how you have other major developers releasing high-end free-to-play games, such as Warzone with Call of Duty. So. Hope, probably trying to be a direct competitor to that market. Um, pretty sure Warzone makes Activision a fuck ton of money. So, yeah. So let's talk some Sega updates. Um, Sega would like to remind fans that Sonic games are okay, but um, expectations should be realistic. Well, you got a couple words there wrong and missed a couple words, but I, I sure. I, 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 was, I was going off. Sega, I wasn't actually reading it. I was going memory off what it said. Sega would like to remind its fans that Sonic fan games are okay, but oh. exceptions may occur. Oh. <laughs> so probably don't do any weird Sonic furry hentai games and you'll be good. Um, but they do like the fan games. Uh, the fan games as just kind of a, an to Sonic as a character towards Sega's legacy itself. Um, and I mean, there's been a few cases where, in fact, fan games creators and coders and artists have been hired to make official Sonic games. So 
I pretty much using the their fan game as a body of work, their portfolio for it. So, yeah, uh, <laughs> on Twitter, they said that uh, the fan games are OK. Exceptions may occur, like if it's. You know, weird Sonic furry hentai games, but uh, yeah. <laughs> They want you to know it's okay to make it, unlike probably uh, Nintendo, who just <laughs> who just sends out. Yeah, yeah, they're like, we're Nintendo. You can't do anything fun. And they also want Atlas Games to release on quote multiple platforms. Please, please, please. yes. So <laughs> Atlas is really, really bad about releasing their games on specific platforms. It's not like only Sony. It's also sometimes only Sony, also sometimes only Xbox, and also sometimes only Nintendo Switch or only Nintendo DS, which isn't really an issue anymore, or sometimes even only mobile. Um, yeah, they need Sega to stop would, that. Yeah, Sega would I like agree. their games to be everywhere because then, you know, not only will Atlas make more money, but Sega, who's publishing their games, will make more money as well. And then I will actually buy their fucking games because they'll be available to me. <laughs> I just want Persona 5. God damn it. <laughs> it's so good. I am enjoying it so much. I mean, at least we're getting uh, Shin Megami Tensei 3 Nocturne Remaster everywhere. Hell yeah. I keep checking yeah, to see so if it's if it's uh, May 24th yet. It is not. Yeah, you have a couple days. I you, know. <laughs> you have tw- 10 days, in fact. Um but yeah, so Atlas is in agreement with Sega on this new policy going forward as well. So if this means they're going to push stuff to PC as well immediately, or if they're just going to release it on all consoles simultaneously, who knows? I'm sure there'd be some limitations in the future with games they release and like maybe the Nintendo Switch, since it's like Nintendo consoles always like in between generations for some reason. Um but here's hoping I can get some Atlas games on PC, not 10 years after release. Let's see. So creators who joined Twitch during the pandemic plan to stay. Looking at you, Sasquatch. Why are you looking at me? Oh, you really started ramping stuff up in the last year or so. Oh, well, I mean, it's not like I did anything on the internet. I didn't travel around stalking through the woods, scaring hikers. Didn't? But no, that wasn't me. That was my cousin. But uh, <laughs> during during the pandemic, uh, you've seen a lot of influx of various content creators. You have uh, famous violinists. You have other musicians. You have full on bands. Um, like Dragon Force, they have their own Twitch channel now, and they started doing like weekly, weekly, just chatting streams where they bring in musicians from other bands, which actually have been rather fantastic to watch. Um, and you have other people doing stuff on Twitch and via digital means as as well, um, various talk shows, stuff like that. And so, coming out of the pandemic as stuff starts to go live i mean we just had our mandatory masks mandate lifted by the cdc everywhere the few caveats here that there's no way to enforce because you know i guess let's just write things in a dumb way um 
people still want to stay on Twitch because that's just another way that they can get their content out, be it comedian, musician, whatever. Um, and it's also a different process you can show if you're a musician. They can go through them writing their song or how they're coming up with everything for it or a comedian just doing like a silly little one-off hour show here or there for people who can't go see them when they're on tour and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, a lot of these creators have found that Twitch is a lucrative platform that they can still broadcast to. And who knows? Uh, this could force something in the future where Twitch will have like pay-per-view stuff or... Um, I mean, you can already do subscriber-only streams, which would already be a way around that. So, yeah. This um, this headline seems weird. I don't know if I'm just too drunk already or what, but I'm gonna try this. Uh, Sabic limited launch ten. Sabic. Sabic limited launch ten dollar calculator on Nintendo Switch. That seems like a lot of words that don't string together well to me. I don't know. Uh, Sabic Limited launches a ten dollar calculator launches, on Nintendo Switch. Yes, that's right. Launches makes more sense. The headline that I copy pasted just says "Launch ten dollar calculator," and I was like, "What the fuck?" But yes, I just saw this and thought it was funny because now you can buy a ten dollar calculator application on your Nintendo Switch. Wait, Ironically enough, stop. the wait, iPad wait, still what? doesn't. <laughs> well, I think yes, I you can heard buy it. You wrong. Yes, for nine dollars and ninety nine US dollars. Uh, you can buy a calculator app for a Nintendo Switch. <laughs> you... <laughs> okay. Um, it boasts a clear and easy to read, a multi-line display, and an appealing modern and practical design. Um, and looking at the picture, it looks like my fucking iPhone calculator app. <laughs> exactly, it looks exactly like it. <laughs> oh, Nintendo. Uh, Nintendo approved this. Nintendo literally has the worst online marketplace oh I've ever God. seen. Like Epic Games. Uh, it's like, <laughs> get out of here, Windows Store. We're the new champions in town. We're charging people 10 bucks for a calculator. <laughs> God, okay. But... <laughs> Bungie, Bungie says they accidentally enabled a cross-play sneak peek. Yes, so crossplay is something that has been teased by Bungie coming to Destiny 2 for a while, and apparently somehow they accidentally enabled it for some users. Um, now, apparently accidentally enabling crossplay is a thing, because if you remember a while back, uh, before Sony jumped in on the crossplay bandwagon, Epic Games just coincidentally accidentally enabled crossplay between all platforms in Sony playstation so uh it's apparently a thing that can happen it's probably just an on off switch and whatnot because you're still yeah. dealing with your destiny bungie account your destiny account now mm -hmm. i don't know what it's called bungie account whatever you use now which links all your saves and everything to it but uh yes so crossplay was available for a few console users and pc users uh for a while in this uh new expansion um they're looking to close it down before implementing it fully at a later date so target says they're going to stop selling pokemon cards in stores um, as an abundance actually, of caution it's uh actually sports cards as well if i recall uh another article i read yeah, they're going to pretty much stop selling every single trading card possible just because 
Um, apparently, people are fighting over packs. I don't know. But uh, <laughs> and and they're having a major scalping problem. Like people are buying up Pokemon cards uh, and then selling them on eBay for like seven hundred percent to a thousand percent markup. Like it's disgusting. Um, yeah, I don't know why people are so into it all of a sudden. Like nothing changed between and like the production of cards, even with the pandemic, because they're still just going through the factories that they're printed in. They just printed off, punched out of their cardboard stock, and then sent on their way and packaged. What's because <laughs> scal- it's no different than what's going on with PS5. Scalpers are literally just buying them up in bulk, getting rid of the supply of them, and then reselling them for markup. So well, see, the difference is though with like the the consoles is there's an actual chip shortage across the board. It's not just the consoles that have that issue. It's motherboards, CPUs have finally yeah. recovered, GPUs are still behind. The cardboard cards, they just print more. They print to demand. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying is people don't seem to people. It, it's it's ever it's everyone. It's it's people's fault. It's because what's going on is the scalpers buy them all up and then people are like, oh, no, they're we have to buy them from the scalpers now. And every time you're right, they print more out and put them out. But then the scalpers just go buy those up again. And that would that only works if people are buying them from the scalpers. Otherwise, they're just endlessly wasting money and they can only do that for so long. Right. So it's right. The the only reason this is possible is because people are feeding these scalpers money. Stop it. Stop it. Bad, bad. Stop feeding the scalpers. <laughs> bad fans. You stop feeding scalpers. Yeah. Don't feed the scalpers. Make them it's starve. like feeding the trolls on online forums. Just don't do it. But yeah, I also saw I also saw a thing kind of in line with this where Walmart said they were not going to stop selling uh, trading cards of various types, too. So um, you'll still be able to go to Walmart. I mean, even when I've gone to Target, various targets, I've never seen they've never seemed to have a good stock of various trading cards to begin with. So I was in uh, Fred Meyer the other day and they keep theirs in a uh, locked case now. Yeah, GameStop keeps them behind the counter. All their other cards are out like in the normal areas, but you have to ask them and they have to like reach behind the counter just like you would when you buy a game. So it's only Pokemon cards that that's really been getting hit even. The Magic cards, the Yu-Gi-Oh cards, everything else is out in the out in the open. That's weird because Magic cards are just worth more money too. That's fucking bizarre. Isn't it is it not weird? It's, I was like, yeah, look, this artificial. Pokemon card sold for $100,000. That's cool. There was a Magic card that sold for a million dollars the week prior. It's a straight-up <laughs> artificial store. It's an artificial shortage that scalpers are... Like I say, it's, scalpers are creating the artificial storage. The only reason it's working is because people are idiots that are buying them from the scalpers. Stop it! You're ruining this man's night, scalpers. Stop it. Yes. So... Reworked The Witcher 3 to feature fan-made mods. Uh, yes. So a popular mod, uh, the, a creator of a popular mod for the PC version of The Witcher 3 um, has confirmed that the reworked Witcher 3, which will be available on PS5, Xbox Series X, and uh, an upscaled version for the PC, will have the most popular and generally in line ones with the franchise included in the game already. So it's like some texture fixes here, uh, dialogue fixes, et cetera, et cetera, stuff that's 
generally overlooked in normal production and fans just like pop in and be like, up oh, here we go. But uh, yeah, CDPR uh, decided that this was a good addition to include in the base reworked title for The Witcher 3 to in, uh, when it launches. So um, who knows when this is going to come out? Uh, probably whenever the full reworked version is up. I'm not entirely sure if there's going to be any sort of compensation compensation sent to the modders themselves because it is work that they did on it. But who knows? Who knows how those laws work? Generally, if you mod a game, it's up to the owners of the mod the owners of the game. Be like, yep, this is ours because you know whatever. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Uh, probably sure not going to get any some nude mods though because those aren't really family friendly. Yeah. Even though the game itself already has like trips to whorehouses. <laughs> I think the best things that I've heard of happening for modders, I, I haven't heard much in the way of them getting any financial like kickbacks, but I have heard of modders getting job offers. Yes. So just do good work and there's a good chance you can get a job offer like anything else. Yeah. So let's crack this egg open. Uh, Epic versus Apple. <laughs> And so it's uh, this is just another weird thing that happened. Um, apparently, the Apple lawyer was concerned over uh, a topless banana uh, in swimming <laughs> trunks. Um, Apple lawyer, we have a large yellow banana here in a tuxedo. Uh, Weisinger, the uh, person who works for Epic, who is currently being examined. Yes, that's Peely. The Apple lawyer um, said, we thought it was better to go with the suit instead of the naked banana because we are in federal court right now. <laughs> oh, my Lord. <laughs> and Weisinger said, yes, it's just a banana. <laughs> just a banana. Everyone chill the fuck out. Oh, <laughs> um, and so, like, it continued with, there might have been an implication that showing Peely without a suit might have been inappropriate. The lawyer <laughs> shows a, a picture of the shirtless banana man in swimming trunks and Weisinger replied it's just a banana ma'am so this case is getting fucking out of hand I I don't think the lawyers know how to take this serious at all (laughs) you can't how can you take any of this seriously but yes because each of the lawyers for both Apple and Epic were concerned that there would be a naked banana (laughs) lawyers for both sides were concerned about a naked banana which would just be a banana, to be quite honest. Oh, man. I'm just Ma'am, like, this banana's been peeled. It's inappropriate. I'm, I'm picturing them, like, eating a banana at home. Like, first, we must put the privacy curtain between me and the banana so I don't see its filth while I eat it. <laughs> I don't know, man. Uh, so epic. Um, too much mead. Okay. <clears throat> Epic Games reportedly offered uh, Sony $200 million for first-party exclusives. Did I open the wrong article? One second. But yes, initially... Like yeah, Epic uh, wanted to be the official PC platform for any um, PC ports of Sony PlayStation titles. And they offered them $200 million for those rights. 
But as you can tell with Horizon Zero Dawn um, being on Steam, as well as with Days Gone coming to Steam as well, that deal obviously went through. Um, also, probably kind of that $200 million would have just been like Epic giving Sony a $200 million investment back because Sony did that two, that $1 billion total investment into Epic prior, which they just finished up uh, last month, I believe. Sony wanted to hit every major platform with their games, and Epic's like, nah, bam, come hit our stuff, because that's what friendly competition markets do. Don't mind us suing Apple for the same thing we're trying to do. Right. (laughs) So, um, Valve CEO has hinted that Steam could be coming to consoles, and this is pretty exciting. I I, I didn't link it in here, but I read another article this morning kind of about this where he was talking in a high school in Australia, and they were asking questions about it, and he was a little elusive about it. Um, and is basically saying that there's going to be more information coming this fall. Um, but from what I saw, from what I read this morning, it was it's um, I, I don't know. It, it was worded weird, but also the question that he was asked was worded weird. And I think there was at least by the kids asking the questions, some kind of misunderstanding of the difference between steam and valve. You know what I mean? Um, I, I, I don't know. Uh, right now, it's still really, really loose rumors. Something is coming, and they're going to be announcing stuff this fall. Um, but rumor has it that they're going to be – they're looking into the potential to uh, be able to buy things off of the Steam store via consoles like PlayStation and Xbox. Well, back on the PS3, you had really used Steam infrastructure uh, with the release of the orange box for the PS3, specifically around the launch of Portal 2. Um, Unfortunately, I didn't do much of that because I just played Portal through 2 over like the course of a week or so. And that's when the PlayStation Network went down for like a fucking month. And I had my identity stolen by like 15 different fucking people at the same time from that hack. But (laughs) jokes on them. I was a poor college student. I didn't have an identity worth stealing. But uh, yeah, Gabe Newell just kind of offhandedly said that there would be more information on this towards the end of the year if it was, in fact, coming to consoles. There's also other rumors floating around about Valve releasing their games to consoles as well. But they also have only ever they've only released Half-Life Alex in the past, I don't know, 10 years or so. It's been a long time since their last actual release, which was Counter-Strike Global Offensive. And then prior to that, Left 4 Dead 2. And all of that was included in the orange box at the time. So who knows if they actually have more games on the slate to be released and they're going to expand their uh, release platforms to the consoles as well, which would just make more sense, especially if you're doing like single player games like that or arena shooters like Team Fortress 2, if they have another one of those in the works and whatnot. So. Or they can just fully integrate them with Steam and have crossplay between consoles and PC. It'd be really easy with Steam. You need your Steam you'd need your steam account anyways so and then they don't have to worry about like oh psn has a monopoly on psn games Uh, who knows (laughs) people crying because they can't use someone else's server infrastructure to sell their games on outside sources but ship all of the cost of the downloads and cloud services and hosting to someone else who is making nothing then yeah god 
I also, yeah, it's, yeah. <laughs> so Fall Guys Studio accidentally leaks the source code onto Steam. Yeah, so when they did their prior update, um, they accidentally released a folder called back up this folder, but don't ship it with your game, um, which wow. has which was actually the entire source code for the game. Multiple, <laughs> multiple, <laughs> multiple files in this were uh, shipped up. So it wasn't like only one piece of the source code. It was the entire source code to the entire oh, game. No. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> The folder is literally named back up this folder, but don't ship it with your game. Bro. <laughs> so you had a warning not to do it and they did it anyway. <laughs> and I mean, it's not like it's not like they're the only developer to ever do it, but it's even more. But it's funny and notable because the full says, don't ship this with your game. <laughs> uh. That just seems like I don't know. It just I I I I'm at a loss for words on that one, man. Wait, but <laughs> Thor died. Oh, my! It, can you hear me now? Yes. Oh, okay. Um. So let's go into some Sony and PlayStation updates. So I know I have a okay. on my end. Um, a, the big one is that we have uh, the Days of Play community event coming up. This is going to run from May 18th um, till – oh, fuck. When was it? Uh, I don't remember. It starts May 18th. Um, and it's we had a similar event last year where it's kind of that community collaboration where as the community plays a certain amount, then we can unlock community awards, things like dynamic themes um, and uh, things like that. So it's it's really neat. There's a lot of stuff you can unlock. If you go onto their website, you can register. Um, and it's – let's see. So it's going to be split across three different stage, uh, stages. Essentially, all you need to do is play PS5 and P PS4 games and earn trophies, and that will add to the kind of community award where you can unlock themes and avatars and all that good shit. So sign up, play video games over the summer, and earn community rewards. Um Sony is also and, – and I love that I found these articles within 24 hours of each other. Sony reiterates that PS5 stock shortages won't go away anytime soon, followed by dreamy PS5 controller colors, cosmic red and midnight black announced. That's awesome for the two motherfuckers with a PS5, <laughs> I guess. And oh hey, man. we have more dreamy stuff to talk about later in the podcast too, with some other game updates. So just, it'll it'll go with the new controllers. The amount of salt that I got on Facebook when they put these out, because I said I, I put out, I'm like, yeah, this is great for the like six fuckers who owed a PS5, and I got flooded with these comments. People like, shut the fuck up! Everyone I know has a PS5. I have three of them. My buddy has two of them, and I'm like, where? Why? Are, who? Are, where? Where are you, motherfuckers, getting these PS5? First of all, why do you have three? Second of all, I want a full, and I mean full explanation as to why you probably paid a fucking scalper a thousand dollars a piece for three ps5s 
Why? I want answers. I'm just imagining where you cut out. It was just more of your nonsensical ranting. Yes, yes, yes. Um, <laughs> okay. I just like, I just like these people just in my comment replies bragging about how they let scalpers fuck their assholes. And I'm like, man, you're just going to blast yourself online like this? Whatever. I'm so tired of it. I just want a PS5 and I can't buy one. And now apparently everywhere except where I'm at, everyone can just walk into a store and buy them. I'm not seeing that. I don't know. Well, I mean, you do also have a 45 minute drive to get to a store to get to the edge of town to where you even can possibly remotely have a chance to buy one. Yeah, I'm not even realistically, realistically, you would have to go all the way to fucking Best Buy and that's halfway into Boise on the freeway. Yeah, no, it (laughs) it would to get anywhere that would actually sell a PS5. It would take me at least an hour to get there. Like, I think longer. I think it. I think it no no well, it's probably about 15 GameStop, minutes there's from a GameStop off the freeway uh pretty oh. pretty close off the freeway I there's a GameStop I can get to within an hour um but like I know that best buy like, we have stock for the next five minutes I'm like I'm fucked you know what I mean and like I know that best buy they do specific timed ones and you just show up and then you get them well, no, um no. you just have to get in line but I don't know how much advance of a warning they give you I don't know. The attitudes of these people in the comment section, I don't think they're the people that like managed to get one in time. I, I think they're buying them on eBay for 1500 bucks, bro. Or lying. <laughs> or lying. Or lying. I think or they're lying. lying. Yeah. I know. One, the one dude posted a picture. He's like, well, I've got three of them. And he had three of them. They're like still in the box, though. And I was like, okay, so you're one of the scalpers. I'm taking it. Because like, why else would you have three brand new PS5s in the box? Like, what purpose you serve in there? Is this? Yeah, I don't know. Whatever. Adding that wallet, yo. Yeah. But I mean, the colors do look cool. I'm glad they're adding them. They have reiterated, though, that this doesn't have this is not alluding to possible uh, PS5 colors. This is just the remotes, not face plates. But. I kind of want one. There's no faceplate. There's no PS5s to put new faceplates on, anyways. But you can use the controllers with PC. So and PS4s if you're crafty. That's just way too much work for way too much latency. <laughs> there was no noticeable input latency when I was playing Final Fantasy VII Remake. Nice. And that's a game where you like, notice it too. Yeah. I don't know. Try playing like a shooter. It'd be way worse. <laughs> I think the issue would be is if I were to watch the stream on my PC and try to play it that way, because that, yeah, no, impossible. Yeah. But using my controller on the PC, but watching my PS4 on my screen behind me, no noticeable input lag. I would say it's as much of a stress test as a first-person shooter. There's moments in that game... Well, I guess my most recent interaction, I guess, is in hard mode given, but there's, at least in hard mode, interactions in that game where, like, your input speed needs to be just as fast as any first-person shooter. You've got to have blinking reaction times. I mean, can you just turn on auto-combat and it's, like, old-school-style combat? No. Well, I mean, you can't. That's that's easy. I mean, you can in a certain mode, but... um, so, I mean, you could, but uh, that's not what Doc was doing. So that's not, you know what I mean? That, that we're, we're talking sure, about his fun. experience with the DualSense playing that. And he was playing on the, the normal one. 
Uh, and I feel like he, if there was an input lag, he would have noticed it in some of those like hairpin situations. Yeah, I mean, when I was doing my trial of PlayStation Now, I was playing Osiris Wrath through PlayStation Now, so streaming the game. And that is all QTE, so extremely time-based. And even with an input lag, it's something you can get used to and figure out and do it right then. So That's true. I remember when I when I first got um, Legend of Dragoon on PS3 before they put any patches through, <clears throat> there's horrible horrible input lag that fucked my additions all up but i got like used to what the input lag was and i started being right. able to do them just because i knew what the lag was but <clears throat> excuse me then there's um we have some play at home updates not necessarily new games but we're getting a whole bunch of stuff inside of games so there's some packs for like rocket league brawlhalla destruction all-stars those are the sports games uh, Rogue Company, World of Tanks. Um, Those are all free games. Yeah, they're they're all free games. I think uh, Warzone. It's all free games, but it's like packs of stuff. Like so, like Warzone, you get okay. five double XP tokens. Um, Rocket League, you get what is it? Uh, Blue Notch Wheels, Blue Smoke Boost, Blue Rock's Tail. So, so you they're giving away packs of stuff in these free games for this round. The typical, the typical. It's window it's like, shopping items. Yeah, free to play games. Okay. It's like the PS Plus packs they give, but like with steroids. <laughs> It's Amazon Prime packs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, do you guys have anything for PlayStation or Sony? Um, I had a couple things. Uh, I got one. The Guilty Gear Strive beta number two is going on this weekend. Ooh, how's that? Have you tried it? Have, is it open now or do we have to wait till tomorrow? Yeah, it, it opened last night. About two hours late because once again, the dreaded R code boss showed up and wouldn't let anybody play the game. Eh. Uh, this time it didn't take two days to fix. It only took two hours. So big improvement. Um, the game definitely feels di uh, different this time around. Mm -hmm. They've made some pretty significant changes under the hood to some of the core mechanics. Um, Good changes. Not necessarily. Some changes oh. are good, but some are also really frustrating. Oh, I only wait. have one question that I need an answer to. How's uh, time traveling cyber goth? Uh, she, feels she feels limited. Oh, no. I, limited. I, I, I've only spent like about five minutes uh, oh. with her so far. Okay. <laughs> uh, so I don't know. I've like gone through her basic uh actions uh but i did discover something kind of interesting uh her chemical love attack uh just completely whiffs on giovanna well that's yeah. something that they can't fix <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's I'm, a coding I, issue <laughs> like it just goes over her head uh here i, I actually made like clipped it while we were doing dude do you remember the, do you remember the yoda soul caliber thing yes oh uh, yeah oh my god that was so broken did he just low profile like everything 
Was, yes. He was so small that he was broken because Soul Calibur, there's a lot of um a lot it's going on with grapples and um you can't grapple Yoda. He's too small. He's immune to grapples. The only character that was immune to grapples. And it made him like so <laughs> OP that if you weren't using Yoda, then like if you played if you played online, it was it was just Yodas fighting each other. Oh dear. What was us? Oh, there it is. Welcome yeah, my, back. My Welcome back. Dicks today. But yeah, no, it was Yoda was so tiny that you couldn't grapple him. So it was like totally broken because it was the only character you couldn't grapple. So if you played online, it was basically just Yoda's fighting each other. <laughs> it's retarded. And of course, Yoda can <laughs> grab Yoda. So yeah, exactly. Yoda could grab everything. <laughs> Yoda could grab everybody, including other Yodas. But it was. So, yeah, it was basically after they dropped that TLC, it was like, OK, so now it's just Yoda fights. Um, it was really bad. It, I don't think they expected it to be that broken. Um, just like, OK, so you can't grapple him. But uh, it, yeah, it was bad. But that's what that reminded me of when you said that going over it. Um, on the PS5, a couple things. Apparently, uh, in an interview with wired um sony interactive entertainment worldwide studios uh had herman holst said that they have 25 games in development and then nearly half of them are completely new ips um so some of these games were are, are ones that are already announced like the new ratchet and clank Rift apart horizon forbidden west gran turismo 7 um you have a sequel to god of wars reboot as well and you also still have some more that are yet to be announced, um, which are going to be sequels to existing franchises. And then you still have the 12, the I don't know, probably like 11 to 13 completely new IPs that are currently in development as well. <clears throat> um, and also Sony is working to ramp up the PS5 production over the summer to end the current shortage there is. And uh, this is coming from Sony president Jim Ryan. He said, we're working as hard as we can to ameliorate the situation. Uh, we can see production ramping up over the summer and certainly into the second half of the year. And we would hope to see a return to some sort of normality in terms of balance between supply and demand during that period. So as the chip shortages are currently coming to an end, uh, along with Sony working with ways to bypass that shortage entirely with probably some alternate hardware solutions for their console. Um, they're really looking to fix their shortage. Well, fingers crossed. Yeah, hopefully they get that sorted so that I can get one. And that's important, too, because Sony is currently working on their next PSVR headset, um, and it's supposed to be a 4K device with haptic feedback. Um, and whatever a foveated imaging render is as well. So this is a far cry above the um, tech that was within the previous PS. Need all of that. 
um, considering that the PS5 itself is native 5K and whatnot. It's actually pretty impressive. It's a, a mid-range PC. You can do VR in it just fine. Um, but yeah, they're hoping to get some more out of their PS5 and their next PSVR headset on the PS5 as well. Nice. I'm just wondering what haptic feedback on a headset feels like. I would imagine it's much like those headphones you used to have ah. so much. <laughs> I still can't find any headsets like that ever. It saddens me. They were really fucking good. They were like really cheap too. They were amazing. <laughs> so how about some Microsoft and Xbox updates? Um, We have a new thing Microsoft is doing that they're testing um, uh, an Xbox Series X reservation system, hoping that this will bypass scalpers. Um, What they're doing is they're uh, via the Xbox Insider Twitter page. uh, They said today we're introducing the console purchase pilot, allowing U.S. Xbox insiders on Xbox One to register for a chance to reserve an Xbox Series X or S console. Check the Xbox Insider Hub on Xbox One for details. Limited space is available, and not all who register will be selected. So it's just kind of like signing up for a waitlist. Um, trying to get around all of the scalping bots that you see buying up the stock of PS5s and Xboxes and GPUs on various retailers' websites. Yeah. So just sign up for it. Hopefully you'll be chosen to say, hey, come get your Xbox. So yeah. <clears throat> and since it will be using your Xbox account, um, it's going to be a lot harder for bots to scalp up more than maybe one, but tied to an account at that point. So, mm. and it's not even guaranteed for them. Do have the new Dungeons and Dragons Dark Alliance uh, game that's releasing later. Um, it is coming to Xbox Games Pass on day one for the Xbox One Series XS and Windows 10 PC phones, tablets, and cloud gaming. So on June 22nd, the game will launch on everything and support crossplay actually as well. Fancy. Mm. Yeah. So I'm finally getting a game launch on Games Pass <laughs> since I didn't get Outriders and I'm still salty. <laughs> nice. So how about some TV and movie updates then? Uh, what was it? I saw something showing like the uh lineup of new what was it? Avatar, the uh oh, James yeah. Cameron Avatar movies, their sequels. Apparently, there's supposed to be four more sequels Avatar 2, 3, 4, 5. He gave official release dates for them um, December 16th, 2022, December 20th, 2024, December 18th, 2026, and December 22nd, 2028. Just putting an MMO. Sp- an MMO release strategy on them? Um, I would assume that with a, such a structured release date, they're just filming everything in a row in a straight line, because otherwise your actors would age too much. That, he said <laughs> that's what I remember him saying that they're filming that they're filming them all at once. I guess there could just be a lot of post work and stuff on the way, not to mention COVID would have messed with a whole bunch of filming cool. stuff as well. So and marketing, even if they had the ability to release all of them within the next two years, they wouldn't. If they had the means to split it into four movies lengthwise, and they could, they would split it up just because that would be the most marketing sense. And I'm I still think I'm I'm like the only person in the world who hasn't seen that our first movie in that <laughs> supposed series. 
dances and wolves in space is what I like to call it. I mean, it's <laughs> even though it might not be that at all. No, it because is because I haven't seen it. it okay, it is it, that that's a very accurate description. I thought it was good. I don't know if it met quite the hype. I mean, I remember the day I've I heard of people like getting legitimate cases of depression because they were because of the fact that they couldn't live in a world like that, quote unquote. And I thought like some of the hype and immediate fandom and attraction I think was a little overrun. Um but like I I thought it was a good movie. Um I wasn't obsessed with it like a lot of people were, but as far as a movie goes, uh, you know, it was a good movie. It, it was, I saw an opening was, week in 3D. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I saw and it. It was, it was it was gorgeous. I loved it. The 3D effects were cool. It's just that this the story was uh, generic, re- recycled. Well, that was a lot of it. Was that it was the first really good 3D movie, um, and so in 3D it was like super spectacular. And I think that's what drew a lot of people it was a lot of visual spectaculars. Um, but yeah, the storyline was just like unobtainium. Yeah, that's um, that's some SNL quality writing. I get it, but it's um, it, it, it overall I give it what maybe like it's seven out of ten. You know what I mean? It was a good movie. It was a decent movie. Um, but I it didn't meet the hype, at least not for me. Um. I could, uh, I don't know, the way I would classify it, I'm like, cool, I would be like, cool, a sequel, I'd see a sequel, but planning out four of them seems way ambitious, but I don't know. <laughs> uh, also, also, there's just a little bit of news. Um, the movie director for the new Resident, or not even the new Resident, for the 2013 movie Frankenstein's Army, the movie director for that accused Capcom of copying his monster design for resident evil eight village um even though quite honestly actually this propeller monster does look quite similar Hmm. Hmm. maybe they have something here here let me grab this i think that's all of it yeah now i want to go see what you're talking about here now now you have have my interest there you go um, the prior oh, photos shit. I saw, okay. the prior photos I saw were just uh, like generic and mishappened monsters. But this one is kind of, kind of fishy. Ooh. Yeah, that's pretty bad, dude. That's. Oh, indeed. That's not just, <laughs> that, that's, that's pretty bad. That's, that's pretty bad. Um. I mean, I'd I'd have to I'd like to see the Resident Evil one up a little bit closer, um, but that's not good. That's a, I mean, that's a very unique concept. So <laughs> <laughs> you don't have a lot of wiggle yes. room there. Um, its propeller spins and it has arms and it chases you. That's pretty much the Resident Evil one. <laughs> I mean, that's yeah. Uh... They might want to just, you know, spend a little money and make that go away. <laughs> Pay for some rights or something. <laughs> yeah. Might want to, I mean, that, that, we're talking about a big company. Maybe just slide some money over and be like, all right. But the uh, rapport said that it's difficult to come up with a great design for monsters. Um, and it's not even always going to be a cool monster. Because, I mean, it's really hit or miss when you do stuff like this. And he's like, and, uh, at first, he said he felt angry and then proud, but now he feels sad. 
So that sounds like a natural train of emotions after this. Yes, all imitation being the greatest form of flattery can only go so far. Yeah. Some credit, give me some money, and we're cool. Shit, I mean, hire him on as a monster designer. I was just saying, depending on like the disparity here on on how big he is compared to how big they are, like maybe even yeah, like hire him on or just attribution would be a, like a huge thing. So. Um, on my end, I have, and I don't, these are rumors, um, rumor alert, but apparently Square Enix is reportedly collaborating with Netflix to make an anime dedicated to the Final Fantasy VII remake. Ah, just make a sequel to the old Spirits Within movie. <laughs> no, you shut the fuck up. That was a good fucking movie. How dare you? I don't know why it was called Final Fantasy, that's, but it was a good movie. That was uh, that's the worst part. I'm just like, what? Uh, uh, yeah. Um, that was fucking groundbreaking CGI for when it came out. Well, I mean, th- well, that was the entire point. It was to display PS3 graphics. And uh, I was, it's Square Enix made it, and it's Final Fantasy for some reason. I was so <laughs> mad when that fucking came out. I thought that I basically I was expecting Advent Children when this came out. You know what I mean? Um, and a lot of people were. I mean, that maybe that went to why they started looking into stuff like that. But it's I was like, all right, a Final Fantasy movie. And then I was like, this is not a Final Fantasy movie. But um, but I don't know. Like I said, these are rumors. Um, but I I'd be down. I don't know down. if you read through the plot of it. It's typical. It's like the most typical Final Fantasy bullshit ever. Yeah, but you hear like they're making a Final Fantasy movie and I don't know, your brain doesn't say IP, your brain says like continuation of one of the games somewhere. Oh no, there was the spirits within. Yeah. That's yeah. It was completely standalone. That, well, and that's that was my issue is so, like it's 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 its own standalone IP, which is I just don't think what I was expecting. And it's there's nothing that's wrong not with what it. anyone it's just, was expecting. Yeah, it, it was that bash of expectations that it, it caught off guardness is all is really where the bad rap came from. I liked it. Yeah. Yeah, it was really good. Maybe I need to go. Watch <clears> it. I haven't seen it since I was like thirteen. So. God, I wonder if it fucking holds up how it looks. Because I remember it looked so good back then. Fucking being like, I think I was like, what, 15, 2001? Yeah, like 15, 16. I remember shitting my pants when Final Fantasy VIII graphics were displayed on commercials for the first time. Okay, so let's let's keep the relativity in check. Uh, Did you have anything, Doc, on movies and TV? Not this week. All right. Well, I think that's going to come close to wrapping it up. I know we want to talk some about the Final Fantasy XIV updates that were released. Hell yeah. I'm guessing Doc might want to scoot out a little bit early before we do that. Uh, there's not anything to... There's not anything actually at uh, all. I guess, yeah, I guess nothing new otherwise. that was released this today anyways that, that is spoilers, is it? There's... Probably some, there were uh-huh. a couple things to maybe some like proper nouns to avoid, but we could probably well, get around it. I, I already heard you guys talking about Goth Mommy, so that's not spoilers. 
There's there's some location <laughs> names that would probably be spoilers. There's some location names that would probably be spoilers, but I think that's about it. Yeah, well, I do actually need to get rolling out of here if I need to if I'm gonna make it to the store in time because it's getting pretty late for us. All right. Well, what have you been playing this last week, Doc? Let's see. I've been playing some Guilty Gear Strive beta as of last night. Uh, did my usual Guilty Gear Exards. Nice. But I've also been uh, been working on uh, near replicant still. I got through the first first ending and I'm trying to close out some quests before I go hit ending B. Mm. Um, I started Ghosts of Tsushima. Pretty excited to play that. Nice. I've heard all sorts of good things, mostly from people who haven't played it, apparently. No <laughs> <A> Sasquatch. <laughs> but what about me? I'm sorry, what? <laughs> I was oh, hyping. <laughs> you were hyping up Ghost of Tsushima to me, and yet you haven't played it. Uh, I can hype up all I want about a game from Sucker Punch. That's fair, but <laughs> y'all were talking about it, about it like you'd played it. So, no. Oh. That's the reason why I bought it. You were hyping it up so much. <laughs> it's probably one of the only games I've watched playthroughs of. How about that? Sure. I'm enjoying the fuck out of it so far. Well, there you go. Game. You're welcome. Then my I'm... hype up was correct. <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm like, you know, maybe a couple hours into it. What do I put these skill points into? Perry? I don't know, man. I That's it. what I did. <laughs> <laughs> Perry seems OP. Conversation. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Well, yeah, that's that's about it for what I've been playing this week. Very nice, very nice. All right, well then, let's dive into some Final Fantasy fourteen updates. Um, I will. I will head out and catch y'all next time. All right, get to your I'll special store to before they close. Time. So I'm pretty. You nailed it right on the head, Sasquatch with Reaper. Ah. Um, that was perfect. Ed, right down to the outfit. Look, I have a talent. <laughs> I wasn't even far off with Sage either. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no. As soon as you mentioned that, because I remember when I saw that dude when we fought that dude, I remember having that in the back of my head, and then for some reason I don't even remember why I almost wrote it off as like nah. The, um, but you nailed it. You nailed it right on the head. It's a melee DPS. Um, primarily, I, I say entirely with a scythe. Uh, you have a summoned companion from the void. Souls and stuff that helps oh, you with various skills and attacks. And then it looks like you have a mode you go into where he kind of possesses you. Um, your outfit changes a little bit to represent that. Your skills change from blue to red. Um, as well as during that phase. So I guess it kind of is like a it, it is kind of like a red mage in a way. You fill up your bar, you activate your mode, you go into a kind of a different style of combat. I just thought it would be like you jumped away and did ranged combat instead of still continuing melee. But we don't even know what kind of ranged alternatives they have or if any. So, yeah, um, it as far as DPSs go, it looks like it'll be more in line with like uh just straight up deal damage to the enemy as it unlike the dancer or bard who provide various party buffs 
So well, it looked like from from what the way he was explaining it, it seems like it'll because there's always kind of a little afterthought. It seems like the side thought is that it's going to be a DPS that can be a little bit tanky um, because it seems like he was explaining that when you go into that form where you have the void scent like possessing you, um, it seemed like he I, I, I I'm. I'm trying to remember exactly what he said, but I thought he said something about it help it, it melding into your armor or something. And I'm well, yeah, completely changed how that, you physically look. Yeah, so I'm guessing it like boosts your defense. I'm guessing it's and in, so instead of like the red mage that goes from like DPS mode to super DPS mode, it's like DPS mode to kind of tank defense mode. So you're doing damage and buffing your defense up because I don't know that there is all currently a a uh, DPS that can also like go into kind of a kind of a defense stance. There's some there's tanks that can do be really DPSy, but not so much the other way around. So I'm, really I'm definitely yeah. gonna try it out. I I don't know if your if your DPS really needs to go tanky. I mean, you definitely have a couple tanks that do a little more damage, but not anything outside the norm. By tank, yeah, just mean like a lot better defense capability than other melees. Uh, that to me, that just speaks of much better solo play capability. Maybe, so, or just means I as a DPS, I don't have to move out of AOEs. Yeah, the, I know that <laughs> that's was, really all that would happen. I know that's one thing I really enjoyed about Red Mage is that it made soloing way more enjoyable for me since I could keep my DPS class and still heal myself. Um, it, it, soloing is so much more enjoyable with Red Mage as opposed to when I was mained Black Mage. Um, and then the other kind of big main drops besides the new class were a lot of the new areas of which they were they showed several and they all looked immaculate. Yes, the skills look fantastic. I'm excited. But yeah, the, the new areas, um, I, I'm super stoked on all the new areas. They all look fucking awesome. They're all extremely unique from what we currently have, even the new city hub itself. So Solarian, old Solarian, right? Um, Charlian. Charlian, yeah. Yeah. I forgot an H. <laughs> but yeah, even it looks unique compared to other previous hubs we've had or main cities we currently have in the game. Um, the giant underground labyrinth area with an artificial sun looks really fucking cool. And I can't. I'm one. I can't. I'm. I wonder if that's going to be underground, um, on the planet or on the moon. It's hard to say. And then I definitely who knows. But the little bunny people are on the moon. So. <laughs> oh yeah, probably. Yeah, you're right. I I bet it is. Yeah, I don't know. Um. Seems like something that would be underground on the moon then for them to be able to yeah. inhabit it. And then we saw the Magus sisters as well, which I definitely called when I was predicting new primals and raids. Um, I'll give you an A for effort because it's completely different than okay. the normal Magus sisters. <laughs> okay, listen, here's my argument, though. I think yes, but actually no. Um, 
Because so if you recall, so the Magus sisters are from Final Fantasy X, right? And uh, I guess I'm a little ahead of myself because I haven't put this video out yet, but I've been working really hard to connect. So all of the Final I've, I can say without a doubt that all Final Fantasy universes connect somehow, but some are in the source and some are in the first. And I'm still kind of mm -hmm. going through that process of sorting out which ones are in the first, which ones are in the source. But I can say very definitively um, that it there's there's they're all there. They're either in the first or in the source. So probably what I'm imagining then is this is more evidence that Final Fantasy X and the areas encompassing there are, that's in either the first or in another star, right? So it's it's they're the same but different. Just like when you know, when you go through the Eden raids, like Leviathan is is the same but different. You know what I mean? It's I so I think that's where the line is. I think that yes, they're different, but that's 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 not to say that they're entirely something new. It's just this is the source's version of them, or if we're going somewhere else, it's where else's version of them. Because I'm not entirely unconvinced that we're not going somewhere else like you originally theorized especially because in that area where those MAGA sisters were clearly from, when it showed the demonstration running around, we saw those big towers again, but they looked different. Yeah, yeah. They were a different color. So I'm wondering if those <clears throat> aren't taken as somewhere else. You know what I mean? So, but I think it's that, yes, you're right. It's, a, it's, it's not the same MAGA sisters, but I think it's, it's meant to not be as in, I think it's supposed, I think it's just a different, um, shards version of them more than just something just an entirely new creation if that makes sense right right it makes sense yeah um but yeah i, I i'm definitely stoked on all the new areas they all look super badass we didn't get much more. We didn't get anything else actually on the stage at all either. So, um, I mean, pretty good. Everything that was released, yeah. everything. Yeah. Everything that was released on stage originally, we got for the Reaper class this time around. So, yeah, this, 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 uh, announcement, this keynote was definitely a big focus on Reaper, which is, that was kind of expected. Um, I was just blown away. Um, by we got an update to the music as well. Well, you still have yeah. their in-house band, the Primals, but now they're working with the Architects, which are another uh, prominent musical group. Um, uh, they're fantastic. If you don't know who the Architects are, I would check them out. And we got an official release date as well. Fall 2021, also known as November 23rd, the very last day of fall, I think. <laughs> We're close to it. I mean, it's still in fall. Uh, technically, argument still. was it's fall in Japan because it doesn't snow yet. I guess. <laughs> I um, um, also also they're really weird pre-order or no, I guess not the pre-order stuff. You get early access if you pre-order it by four days. So the nineteenth, November nineteenth, you'll get access to um, Endwalker. Oh, wait. content. Pre-order. Oh yeah. So it's, I mean, yeah. Technically, I mean, technically. Autumn ends on December 21st, so it's a full month before the end of fall if you really want to split hairs. But, but you know what? Take, I, I don't it's, care. No, I'm not going to complain. I'm not going to complain because take your fucking time and make sure it's a good, complete game. You know what I mean? Absolutely. I'm not, I'm not going to be dude that complains about it. I'm just not going to because I want to. 
I, I just don't want to start that precedent. Oh, yes. Okay. Um, we got to look at the collector stuff. Pre-orders are up, up now? Yep, pre-orders are up, including for said collector's edition. I'm on it right now. I've been refreshing this page all fucking night. Square Enix Storm pre-orders games. I don't see it at all. Would you send me a link? Yeah. Merchandise? Um, I just went to the main store. There's a huge banner for all pre-orders. Like Square right Enix top. Store. Okay, there press, it is. Oh, yeah, so it's not Control F five if you need to. <clears throat> but yes, it is a really unique pre-order system. So make sure yeah. you get what you need. Um, <clears throat> you, it comes with all your typical Final Fantasy stuff: a statue, a pin, some art pieces, a little frame for your art pieces. The box art looks really, really cool. Um, oh, be very careful with very clear. At least I don't know if you've clicked through. They do make it very abundantly obvious. Haven't, but I'm about to click on the edition or collector's box one. Yeah. So when you click on it, um, yeah. Sorry, keep going. Keep going. Okay. Yeah. So here, collector's box for PS5, yeah. PS4, and Steam players. Um, it is cheaper than the collector's edition. The collector's box is just all the physical goodies you'll get. Um, collector's edition is if you're just a Windows user, um, which comes with a game code to activate the game through their website and the Final Fantasy 14 client. The collector's box is you'll get a game code. Um, you'll purchase the collector's edition game code through your storefront of uh, whatever one you prefer, because it's going to be PS4, PS5 or Steam. You'll know which one you do. And they don't even tack a price onto it either. It's straight up just the game's cost subtracted. So I think, yeah, the yep. digital collector's edition is fifty nine ninety nine. Um, the collector's edition, the collector's box is only 140, which is the one you would need, like which is what I'll buy, or the standard edition is only 39.99. So, um, pretty standard for an MMO expansion, cost wise at least. But all the fun stuff, are you fucking serious? Huh? Oh, uh, I'm. <sighs> I'm going to tell myself that this is because they like just added it and it's not ready. Um, oh, it's telling me they're out of stock. Oh, yeah, no, I totally see that. <laughs> Maybe they're out of stock already. I, I mean, I've been refreshing this like since we've been in the podcast. They would have had to have sold out in like less than 20 minutes. Which that would have been faster than like the Final Fantasy VII Collector's Edition stuff sold out. And that'd be yeah. frankly surprising. So I'm going to tell myself that, I mean, I've never, like, you can still buy collector's editions to pr past expansions and even the core game. Like, they're not that hard up on stock on them so and they just barely got it up here so i'm guessing they had that it's not even in their database yet so i'm going to give it a little while it is limited one per customer as well so be careful <laughs> for purchase yeah yeah oh fuck no they nope it just sold out i went back and it's it's changed to sold out Oh, really? What? No way. Are you kidding me? Did this, 
Did the bots really get I've been refreshing this page all night. So that that means it's sold out like it took minutes for that to just go bloop sold out. I don't see where it says sold out at all. I'll show you. I'll put a picture in the the Discord. But uh, I hope that this is a fluke because that's gonna be this would be the only collector's edition I don't have, and that would really piss me off. Because right. I even have the collector's edition, like we talked about for the one Like, yeah, yeah. Oh well, that's how we get into our podcast is uh, anger yeah. at bots. But yeah, <laughs> hopefully it's a fluke. I will keep y'all updated. Um, for me, I've really I've been having a hell of an end of a week with work, so I haven't been able to play too much. I've played, I've done a couple streams and played some stuff. I did some of my Pokemon Go tournament that ended in frustration too, um, because I just I don't have good standard decks. I just don't. Um, and then of course the RuneScape and Final Fantasy fourteen. Um, that's about it what about you sasquatch um i've been finishing up doing all the side stuff in your replicant before i go through endings c d and e which i'll stream because i did endings a and b streamed all of that through there all the side content will be done so it'll be a really quick easy run through <clears throat> um i've been playing valorant more um i've been playing final fantasy 14 as well uh haven't gotten around to village yet i've just been going through some other old library stuff i figured i'd wait a little bit before getting to village so uh typical stuff that i normally play i finally started playing some of those 369 dollars worth of games i bought the other day so <laughs> nice <laughs> finally getting to those all right oh yeah you're so sold out <laughs> yeah, i can't I that this is I don't I'm not gonna freak out because I remember when um Final Fantasy VII remake came out the first class edition sold out within like half an hour and I managed to get one of those because I was refre I was sitting there just hitting refresh waiting um and I managed to secure one of those but I do remember like a month later they put more stock out and then I, I you know I think even now um let me go look I, I wonder. Honestly, like collector's edition. Not necessarily, especially with how they do it in some cases where you don't even get the game code, where it's just a game code. They send you the game code offhandedly separately. Mm. And then like up and through a month after the game's release as needed, just create as many as needed. Uh, and then after that, they're completely gone. You can't purchase any more. Just oh, create the stock for the people who want it right then. You know what? Um, I think there's so their site is down. Like I'm trying to go look at other stuff and now I can't even find like any of their other games. Like it says zero products and sold out on literally all games on their website. I there I think their site's crashing is what's going on. Mm. So um I'll just keep checking. All right, that's going to do it for this week, though. Thanks so much, everyone, for tuning in. Don't forget to like and subscribe on Facebook.com slash DarkFeatherGaming and all of our other various channels listed in the description and comment section below. Thanks, everyone, and have a great rest of your evening. Shawnee.